Hey, hey, what's up, guys? It's Finn and Adler here today on a brand new episode of The Best You Nation. Before we get hopping into this, make sure to like, subscribe, oh my God, like and subscribe to the podcast on all your favorite platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, YouTube, you Pretty name much it. Anything that you can stream a podcast from, you name it, we're there. Check us out, show us some love, and uh, we appreciate the support. Absolutely. And also make sure to give us a follow on Instagram at the best you nation. <laughs> some content is coming out as, uh, as that is important to keep things going and keep things in, you know, keep things in the spirit. Um, but before we get going, uh, Adler, how are you doing, man? How, how is, how is life in California treating you? How is it, how's it been getting back um, to the formation of, uh, Cali? So, I mean, California has been fine. Like the state itself, uh, me personally, um, a little bit on the tired side, um, just because, of, um, uh, just the way that this contract is, so I'm working a little bit more frequently. So, um, I'm just getting, my body's still trying to get used to the, the shock of like the extra hours, but at the same time, it's also like, these are better working conditions than I, I normally work in. So like, I'm, I'm super, super grateful for that. So I, I try to keep that in mind and like not not lose track of that so it yeah. helps out no that's that's important man that's important How um well, well all is good man um so you just went to pittsburgh can we figure out is it pittsburgh no, or pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. pittsburgh pittsburgh okay so emphatically there's there's absolutely nobody i met like there's a there's a couple people that I like had like the the Yinzer accent. I can't I'm like I can't imitate it, so I'm not even gonna try to. Okay. But uh, yeah, you sound like okay. you're you're like you sound like you were born in Boston, like hit your head, got amnesia, and just forgot. I'm from Pittsburgh. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Uh, well, it's Pittsburgh. Well, while you're in Pittsburgh, um, Cassandra. You want to know what's funny is I, I had I took a connecting flight to Boston, so I got to sit down and I was listening to them talk. I was like, "There's no way that Finn. <laughs> there's no, there's no way that Finn." <laughs> no, I must I must have mis misunderstood how to say it. But so yeah, the Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, Pittsburgh's doing neck. Okay. Um. So yeah, while while you were while you were in Pittsburgh. Uh, Cassandra and I, we, you know, obviously we went camping. We went to uh, Georgia and mm-hmm. um, we, we pitched a tent and it was a 10 person tent. Awesome experience. I feel like for her, it was her first time, which was awesome. Um, we had a lot of fun because, you know, it's great to disconnect and truly get away from the day to day that you have. Uh, I think that's important for the mental health. But I also think that it's important that you spend time with the individual that you are building and connecting with and growing with. And so it kind of actually kind of segues into today's conversation yeah. uh, in general with how how important relationships are, especially when you're in one, and how you find your way to like navigate into the more prestige pristine aspects of it. So like, for example, like today or this past week, we were kind of chit-chatting back and forth what we wanted to talk about. And it kind of dawned me to kind of talk about things that you and I used to not be able to really talk about because you and I both, you know, we couldn't used to say, well, hey, we can't really talk about what it's like to be married. Um, and even here, we weren't really able to talk about what it's like to be in 
our current relationships, it was more so like past learning experiences. Now we're actually constantly learning and, and constantly growing in our own personal relationships with our spouses. So one of the things that I wanted to talk about today, and it's just, it's such an important phase of any relationship, especially when you are wanting to show affection and, and share the intense emotions with an individual is the honeymoon phase. And before I really want to get started, I actually want to ask you uh, a question. Yeah. Um, um, so my first question to really just kind of start this off is, can you, can you share or recall a specific challenge that you've faced? Or if, I don't know if, oh, I should probably start off by saying, do you feel like you're still in the, I mean, you answer this however you'd like. Do you still feel like you're in the honeymoon phase with Abby? Or do you feel like you've transitioned into a more, um, uh, you know, the, the, the I would say the real deal, like the actual beef and potatoes. Like you're now past that, you know, like, oh my gosh, ooh, like, I don't know how to explain it. It's like that intense emotion, the constant one being around the individual and, and, and the excitement and the new, just new beginnings of a relationship. Do you feel like you've transitioned out of that or do you still feel like you are in that phase of your relationship? If you don't mind me asking. I, I'm, I feel like you're trying to set me up because this could, could potentially, depending on my answer, depends on like a future argument or or not. So, uh, I <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. You could answer however you'd like. It, it's I, just because I, I want to have the correct follow. I have some questions. I just want to make sure I'm following up these questions correctly. So, uh, you can't ask a question without knowing whether or not. I mean, hey, look, and you can say whatever you'd like. If you don't want to respond at all, that's perfectly okay too. Short answer is, um, am I still in the honeymoon phase? No, uh, not anymore. Okay. Um, long, long answer is um, the honeymoon stage is probably the the best part um, of any relationship. So, like, let's say if a relationship was like spanning for like twenty years or something like that, that honeymoon phase is where all the memories are going to be recalled. Well, not not all of them, but a vast majority of them. So those first like six months of whatever it is that you guys were doing, those are the moments that you guys, you know, share with your friends. And you sh those are the stories that you share with people close to you because that's your perspective of that person now. Um, and once you kind of like remember the very beginning, like there's, there's a point, like, I guess I don't want to, I don't want to get like, I don't want to give it away um, yet because I think we're going to touch on this a little bit later. I'm, I'm assuming, so I, I kind of want to hold out and give that that last response. Sure. But um, most of your relationship, whenever you recall like the good times, a vast majority is going to be for those first six months. You're like, yeah, we used to do this, we used to do this, where we used to be so fun, and we used to do this, and like you kind of go, you know, back and forth. But the important part is um, life is just a series of tests where you can either grow or not grow. Like, that's what I'm simplifying it to. And in each stage, you get a different version of yourself. So you can almost always tell when the honeymoon phase um, ends. And it's usually, usually, um, this is just my opinion, I think it's usually stemmed with, 
um, the, the stage of growth that you're either getting into or about to get into. So, um, you know, that's just, you know, what I think, but yeah. Okay. Well, so I won't even ask the question yet necessarily, because I think that you made a, you made a significant point and it's that transition beyond that honeymoon stage. It's the fact that the first six months spent with the individual. Uh, so like in this case, you know, for me with Cassandra, we, 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 I remember like, it's just like, we always talk about this. We like go back to day one and kind of talk about different times throughout that first six months. And I think what's important to kind of recognize is that you really start to, um, you start to recognize that the reality uh, of being in a relationship sets in and the, you know, as, as that initial excitement kind of starts to fade. And it's not that there's no, okay, let me rephrase this. The excitement doesn't necessarily go away. It just, it evolves. It, it kind of becomes, um, you become more routine, right? You become more, uh, I don't want to say stagnant because I'll talk about that too because I feel like a lot of people get those two words or those two situations mixed up, stagnant versus routine. Um, But you begin to understand that the two people in that relationship are different, like, right? So like, yes, you don't want to upset the other person. You don't want to say the wrong thing. You want to do what that person wants to do. You want to do what the other person wants to do. And it's just like you're just bouncing back and forth. You feel like you're in this bubble. And you're just bouncing off these like very soft walls, cushioned, and you are experiencing the most joyous moments. Not that I'm saying that anything past that is not joyous, like you would mentioned. But I think the the challenge that most people struggle with when it comes to that cha- that transition from the honeymoon stage to the realization of I am ne- we are now out of this honeymoon stage. We are now constructing and f- building the building blocks for a long term relationship. I think that most people would agree that understanding that the intense emotions of the honeymoon phase will naturally evolve. If you are listening to this, okay, if you think for one second that for some odd reason you're going to be stuck in the honeymoon phase for the rest of your life, you have to get rid of that mindset. That is unfortunately not something that is even uh, realistic. It's not something that you could even – I think you would actually get tired and worn out. I don't know if you would agree with me on this, but you would get worn out for dragging out a honeymoon stage. And I feel like that actually – kind of ties into another point that i'll talk about in a, in a few minutes but um yeah. so i guess okay so let me let me ask you this question okay let me let me let me just kind of take a step back yeah how do you feel okay looking at your relationship with abby right okay what aspects of your relationship do you think were the most influential by the honeymoon phase itself and how has it evolved into your next part of your relationship, like at this next phase of your relationship? So think about your honeymoon phase. You asked me to identify what it was in the what trait or characteristic in the very beginning of the relationship that has transitioned. Has influence, ex- yes. Identifying the most influential or multiple, I mean, if you have more than one, what were the most influential pieces of your honeymoon phase that has impacted this next stage of your relationship um if that's too much of a crazy question let me know i so i don't even know if this qualifies as an answer but 
Um, the one thing I'll say is the honeymoon stage. Um, let me see. So in my specific situation, my honeymoon stage, um, I think the, the thing that most directly changed is the amount of hours that I was working. Um, because my focus was, um, you know, to work and then, you know, try to develop like this financial security for myself. So that was my focus before meeting her. And <clears throat> not to say that it's not my focus anymore, because it still definitely is. Um, but I think I just managed my time just a little bit. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> uh, all right, my fault. My phone is going off. This is usually the time I wake up. All right. Um, yes. Anyway, so that's my bad. <laughs> um, but no, uh, in my specific um, situation, uh, I just went from reallocating my time so it, it becomes like all right what's the most important thing for me what i was doing before was and still is but i think it's just being um more managed with my time where um before i would say hey maybe let's say i needed to i don't know to complete a small task i would probably postpone it until the very last second but now that I know that I can't just do something whenever I whenever I please, um, I kind of have to plan out my day accordingly so that way I can make sure that I get done what I need to get done because that's important. But then also trying to factor in like you know your significant other because it's like all right, we're the way that you build together is by spending time together. There's no there's no way around it, like. That's how any good partnership uh, or friendship relationship uh, or anything at all is the amount of time that you spend with the uh, another person. And when you do spend that amount of time, you start to pick up on tendencies. You start to pick up on, you know, the things that, um, you know, she says, the things that she's interested in. You start to just pick up on just small things. And um, the difference between the honeymoon stage is the honeymoon stage, you, you didn't understand that sometimes when there's like, the, you know, a lip, a lip picking or something that she might be potentially be anxious or, um, you know, there's different types of things you just kind of start to just observe and watch. And at least maybe, I don't know, like, I, I can't say for all guys, but I know for me, I'm just like, oh, okay. I noticed that um, you do this when, like, I, I know um, that, like, you know, Abby's upset if she's, like, you know, she wants to do, like, chores all day. Because chores all day is not just I want to ha have the house clean or the apartment clean or whatever. It, it turns into, oh. You're cleaning a little extra. Like, are you okay? Is everything all right? You start to just kind of pick up on like small things. And um, in order for you to get out of that honeymoon stage, you you have to be able to start recognizing. And it, things, it can, it can go for, <clears throat> excuse me. It can, it can go in like a good way or a bad way. 
the honeymoon phase can also be like and like this is an extreme point this is not my situation but the honeymoon stage could be over when um the first time you guys get into an argument and um things were said that didn't that you didn't mean to say um or the person was was to like physically harm you or something like physically strike you then you're just like whoa what's what's this and um that can be like the thing that snaps you out of like um the honeymoon stage or it could be like okay you start to kind of just pick up like these these small things like all right well this makes me feel uncomfortable but uh i still genuinely care about this person and i want to see like overall like you know good things for this person so let's figure this out and that's kind of like at least just in out of any one of my relationships that's the biggest difference maker is um i come with a mindset where it's just like all right let's figure this out and if for some reason we can't figure this, this out i'm at peace with it we'll just kind of just leave it alone but whereas like you know younger me would have been like well we need to figure this out right now da da da, da. like i'm I am focused on trying to improve myself and then also to come with a level of understanding because when you're in a relationship the whole reason why I I think people should get in relationships is you have to have somebody that you trust you got to have somebody that um you believe if the world was burning and going down and you needed to survive it you have to be like all right this is my person we're going to figure this out Bonnie and Clyde we're going to go out like burning like we're going to be in glorious flames like <laughs> we're going to go out together but it's like that's that's the reason why um you get into those relationships and that honeymoon phase is where you kind of build the foundation in order to um get to that point where you say like, i trust this person you know with my life right this is the person that i decide i want to build my future with right right no no it, um this like listening to you like i feel like oftentimes you know people get get kind of in this stuck mindset right so one of the things that i, w I was just like listening to you and i was also kind of reading through my notes is just finding that way to sustain the connection after the fact um, after you've kind of gone through that transition. So that I feel like the honeymoon stage is a time that most people would say is, yes, is the most prime aspect of, a, of any starting relationship. But it's, it's, I think the challenge is, is actually in between one stage to another stage. And it's actually kind of crazy to realize this, but I remember like when, you know, we were going through phases, like going through that phase from the honeymoon to the more, uh, the maturing aspect of the relation of our relationship, you know, you start to see how that person responds to certain things, especially like how, you know, maybe um, begin to understand the ticks or what you may understand what, you know, what you, you, you just realize now you're a perfectionist versus somebody, you know, it, it's just like you start to build a stronger foundation with the person and you're sharing those values with the individual and you start to find the commonality with that individual um 
I think one of the biggest things that I and I and I really appreciate this a lot in you know the relationship I have with Cassandra is that we both celebrate each other's milestones and I think we both really truly find joy in growth as individuals and we also find joy and it's just the fact that we find the time to acknowledge the fact that there is growth in a relationship. I think that um, <clears throat> I look up to my parents a lot and I think when I see them, I didn't really understand a lot of how, why they were so tough on me. But when I have the conversations with my parents and understanding kind of where they came from, not necessarily honeymoon stage, more so just the fact that you become, uh, you become each other's sidekicks. Like you understand the way that that person's going to respond even if you're the perpetrator, you know, if you say something and that person responds a certain way, or you, you know, don't pick up your laundry, you don't, you know, whatever the case is, what are those, whatever the, the ticks are for the individuals from both sides of the relationship, you also have to be able to navigate through certain aspects of, hey, you know, I have my own personal growth that I have to work on. So that's, that's I think that's the challenge that most people have. It's we can master the personal growth aspect of it, but we don't necessarily know how to imply that with our relationship. And I think that's kind of a part where I kind of want to talk about how people become stagnant in the honeymoon stage. So my thing is, if you remain in the honeymoon phase, this actually can lead to the relationship stagnation, which prevents the necessary growth that you were talking about, like you start to set these unrealistic expectations, uh, which actually in the long haul strains the relationship. It can really actually divert you guys, like divert two individuals in that relationship. And what happens is, is you start to actually, it kind of is a reverse process. You know, it's, it's great to be in the honeymoon stage, but I think at some point there's like an expiration date. Like at some point you're going to have to expire it and start working towards the next maturing maturity date. Do you, if you do, I'm just curious. I, I, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm just curious. Um, do you remember when the exact moment you got out of the honeymoon stage? <sighs> you just fell asleep one day and you woke up. It's like, oh, snap. Well, well, the honeymoon stage. Hey, just, hey, like, hey babe. Babe. Don't, don't get yourself in trouble. Mm. Babe? No? Okay. All right. So I don't recall exactly the day, um, but I do know that we knew. Chances, but that chances are, and this is just, I'm just going to hypothetically guess. You don't have to confirm it, but I usually feel like the honeymoon stage ends when the it's like the first moment of actual true conflict that first fight is the foundation the cornerstone to every other fight that you'll ever have that first one that's the one that's like oh okay this person fights dirty this person fights clean this person says this this person likes to brood in silence you know this is when this is like the the foundation of every other fight that you're ever gonna have, and your very first fight is usually the one that's like, "Hey, look here, buddy, you were in the honeymoon stage. We're not there no more. <laughs> Welcome to the relationship." <laughs> yes, 
Um, I, I, I would, I, I don't really honestly recall the exact time and moment, but what I will say though, is I am very thankful that we both experienced that honeymoon stage because, you know, a lot of the time I remember like we would spend so much time together. It was insane. Like we, I mean, we obviously spend time with each other every day, but you, you really get to experience something that I don't think that people understand is not meant to be forever. Like as far as like, you're not supposed to be just like this happy, jolly all day long. All, you know, it is just unrealistic. I think people have this expectation, which it kind of leads to this fear of disappointment that, Oh no, this, you know, um, people become afraid to have conflict. People are afraid that when it does happen. So like here, here's like a hypothetical example. Like imagine people do extend their, the honeymoon stage much longer than it's meant to be. Do you feel like people would be more afraid to have the conflict with the other person? Like, do you think that they would do everything they can to avoid it because they are afraid that because they made it this far and they never really stepped out of that, comfort zone per se that it actually would um it would make them it would make them shy away from actually having those moments because i mean like again we're talking about the fact that honeymoon stage then going to the maturing aspect of it do you think that the longer you stay in it and i'm not saying trying to add a timeline to it i'm not trying to like say oh you can only stay in honeymoon stage for six months or eight months or whatever yeah. But I'm saying that when you know the time, when you know when that transition happens, do you think that if people were to force it to continue, that you would start to see the difficulties like, okay, communicating a certain situation or a conflict or, hey, I didn't necessarily like the way you just said that or did that. Do you think that becomes harder and harder the further on that? I mean, again, this is a very hypothetical, um, but just kind of using the context of what the honeymoon stages and the maturing stage, I feel like people would have a harder time really truly embracing like the fact that conflict is a necessary piece, right? It's a necessary yeah. part of growth and change in a relationship. So I'm just like curious to hear what you think about how, you know, what maybe what people are thinking and how they're going through that. Um, I don't know if, like, I don't know. So I I can say in my situation, and this is just so in my situation, I don't think that there was a specific timeline for when we were going to hop out the um, the honeymoon stage. But I did, I do um, understand that there's like a this mental or unspoken 90 day trial period, right? So like, let's say you were to go to the gym, they would give you like a 30 to 90 day um, free trial. And then after the, at the end of that, you have to decide, is this worth purchasing on a month to month basis? And I always say that for the first three months of you dating anybody, it doesn't matter who, you're gonna get the best version of that person for 90 days. On day 91, that's when the real relationship starts. And that's when the real work starts to be put in. So, um, like, even, like, think about it. You start a new job, you get the job, and they do a 90-day evaluation to see, hey, what's your fit for the company? 
And for those first 90 days, you're Mr. Punctual, you're super helpful. You get every, every task done without complaining and you're just a diligent worker bee. On day 91, comfort, I'm relaxed. Now I can be who I wanna be. I can answer the phone rude, hello? Why are you calling here? Click. Like that's the, there's a reason why most of those companies do that. And we do that um, in our relationships as well is for those first 90 days, you make sure that you're dressed up in your best. You, you have your shirt nice and tucked in. Everything's ironed. Your haircut is always on point. You're showering, like consistently trying to make sure that you, you, you smell good, look good, whatever it is that, that, that it is. Um, and you're trying to do your best to impress the person, to make the other person like you. That's essentially what, 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 it, what you're doing. And the honeymoon stage, it is the focus is like, hey, I want this person to like me. And so I'm going to limit what I would normally do here or what I know, I, I don't want to limit how I react to this because I want this person to like me. That's essentially what the honeymoon stage is. And once you kind of get past that, um, that, that uh, I don't even know if I would call it fear, maybe anxiety, the anxiety of, all right, I need to put my best foot forward because I want this person to like me. Once mm -hmm. you focusing on that and you start actually living like that dash that we always talk about, like the year you're born and the year you die and that dash, yeah. once you start um, doing that, I think that's where, um, I think that's where the relationship like really starts to begin. Um, just because I, I know in, in, in my situation, um, you know, I, I can remember when um, I finally got out of the honeymoon stage. I, I remember it, it was a specific, um, art, like, I don't know what the argument was about, but I know that it was an argument. And then I had uh, gone out like for a run and I went running. And this is when I was trying to train myself to like go longer distances and stuff. And so I'm feeling good because I'm running angry and running emotional. So I'm just kind of just like, all right, I'm, I'm just going. This bee flies in my nose, stings me. Um, and like my nose is swollen. I'm like, my nose is watering now. Like it's, it's, it's just a terrible, it becomes a terrible run. And I still am four miles from home. So I still have no choice but to either walk or to continue running. And so I just continue running. And then my, my time went from like, a really, really fast pace, like maybe eight minutes and 30 seconds to, I was went to 10 at that point. And um, I remember like, like just getting um, myself like ready for a shower and just like, all right, I just, I'm done, I'm over with this. And, you know, drying off, getting a, a cotton swab to try to like clean out my ear. And then the cotton swab broke off in my ear at the same time. Hmm. So like, uh, I remember ha having to, uh, I was still upset, but I, I remember like having to drive off, get in the car, uh, go, uh, see Abby and then have to humbly say, Hey, I'm having a little bit of a rough go at this. Can you help me out? And then she's like pulling out like, um, this Q-tip out of my ear. And now at this point we, we got no choice, but we're, we're, we're in each other's bubbles and we have no choice but to have this um, argument face to face. Otherwise, pretend like it doesn't happen. And I don't know if you know this, um, 
And I, I don't think I'm out of pocket when I say this. Most women are terrible at just forgetting something happened. Uh, it's something if there's something that they're upset about, it's it's something that we're all going to find out about. Uh, I think that's fair to say. Uh, <laughs> so in that moment, we were forced to kind of like, all right, let's talk this out. Let's figure this out. Let's figure out like, you know, what we're doing here. And ultimately, at the end of the day, is that first argument doesn't mean that you don't like the person anymore. It just means that you're a human being. Human beings have conflicts. People have to um, sit down and talk about emotions and find a way to um, resolve conflicts. So uh, I think that it's a necessary part of growth. And the one part that I'm, I'm, I'd say, again, is different is just my perspective on how I approach this. Um, I do have a, a point I want to make a little bit later about like um, how people extend the honeymoon phase because there's I have an interesting take I'd like to uh, get your opinion on. Well, you could go for it, man. I, I mean, I the only thing I would say is like you know, just kind of just finishing up reading my notes is that I am thankful for the fact that you know the experiences and the journeys that you learn. Like, I, I love the fact that you kind of made the analogy with like the first 90 days, obviously you want to spend every single moment with the individual that you are just like infatuated with. Like I, Cassandra and I spent so much time together and it was just one of those things that I, rem I, I remember like it was like yesterday. Like I, like you said in the beginning, it's like something you will always remember. And, you know, I think where we are now in our journey, um, I think we, you know, we've reached a point of our relationship where we just know each other so well. Um, and to your point, like women don't forget. I definitely know that there are times that I'm like, ah, snap, you know, she'll remind me like there are things that I needs to work on and she reminds me that in the in the manner that it's not hey i'm not trying to be against you i'm more so just because i'm your partner and we are a team and we're working together and those kind of conversations are very necessary and i think a lot of young people have a hard time communicating with their spouse girlfriend whatever it is that you you know whatever it is that you're in and where what stage you are in a relationship it's just that you know i think what was important to like kind of talk about this, you know, topic, like why was this even like something we were, were wanting to kind of go over is that I think a lot of people don't really know where that fine line is and that it's okay for the honeymoon stage to end. It's okay that you're now maturing. Actually, as a matter of fact, it's probably better that you do because now you're realizing, Hey, I really like you. Not just because we're in this honeymoon stage, but I still like you. And it transitions to love. You know, that's the obviously the hope that you transition to the stage of where you're now expressing that level of love for somebody from a place beyond the superficial, just like you said, tucking in your shirt. At this point, it's like the keeping the toilet seat up or, you know, leaving a sock out. In my case, sometimes I leave my black socks out and, you know, I'm like, oh, snap. In the beginning, I probably would have been, oh, I was much better about it. Now I was just like, ah, snap. And, you know, we, we move forward. And it's it's just one of those things that you you grow and you cultivate an, an, an opportunity to go, oh, man, you know what? 
I done screwed up there. And you, and you just, in, I'm not saying it in a, in a negative or mean way or a bad way. It's just that this is where people get, this is where people have the hardest time because they don't know how to respond or they don't necessarily know how to, um, they, they don't know how to embark or, or embrace the challenges that they face in that initial transition. I think that's what makes us stronger. That's what makes us closer to each other is that we are different. We are two people who have like-minded ideas and goals, and we also have differences. And that's what really, I think, honest to God, connects people is the differences that we have because her strengths are my weaknesses and my weaknesses or my strengths may be some of her weaknesses and we can collide in a way that we actually now are past a certain point of that honeymoon honeymoon stage where we actually now can start utilizing our strengths weaknesses together in correspondence to building and um just honestly just being able to grow and nurture and foster the entire relationship that you initially start anyways so i'm just thankful that you know we both you know, as guys, we both get to, we both have gotten to go through that experience. And I think the importance is that people's takeaway today from this episode. And I don't know if you want to ask the question now, or you want to save it for another time. Oh. Or well, so I, it's I up just, to you, however you want to transition this question into, I, I just might, I have nothing else. I mean, this, this was just, this is where my notes kind of end and I don't this, have anything to talk about. I don't, I don't think I really have like any like notes or anything, but the, I think that this has to be said. Um, the reason why a, lo- a lot of people fight like heck, they fight with every fibers of their being, they fight to stay in the honeymoon stage. And to stay in the honeymoon stage isn't necessarily a bad thing, but the issue is when it's time to move on and you're just not willing to um, do what it takes to move on from that honeymoon stage. So you're, you're just, you're trying to stay in that that state of mind, that zone. And because you're trying to stay in that honeymoon stage, your focuses in life start to shift. You go from like focusing on whatever goals and aspirations and whatever it is that you were doing before to your relationship becomes your, your soul center focus. Now, I'm not saying that a relationship doesn't become important because relationships are very important. But my goals are still my goals. My relationship just now becomes a priority. So it's not, I, my, my relationship is not the center of my life. It's not. And that's not a bad thing. The center of my life is, you know, still going for after every single goal, but understanding that now my main focus hasn't changed. I just now have another priority that I add to the list. And so now you make sure that you get done what you need to get done in the world, but then you also need to make sure that you get done what what you um, need to do in your relationship. And I think that a lot of times people lose sight of that. And that's how they you have people who are stuck in that honeymoon stage or who don't want to progress. And you start saying things like, I don't know. He used to he used to do this and he used to say all these things and he used to be so confident and he used to try to, you know, have this sense of wonder and amazement and it just went away. And nine times out of ten, the reason why 
like that sense of wonder or that mystery or whatever it is goes away is because now the focus for that person has become the relationship. It's no longer what I was doing before. It's now, hey, I'm focusing on this relationship and this is my sole only priority in life. And it can't be like that. It has to be like the, the best analogy I can really think of is your relationship has to be like one of the spinning plates. Like, you know how, like when you're in a circus and you have like your plate, you're spinning it, your plate, you're spinning it. Like, let's say for like, for example, mine is you have one plate that's college. I'm trying to get good grades, make sure I pass so I can progress my career. Then I have my career itself. I need to make sure that I work X amount of hours because I want to generate this type of income. Then I have um, my relationship. This is, you know, my life with Abby. I need to be able to grow with her. I need to be able to have those uncomfortable, uncomfortable conversations. All right, I have this podcast. And then you spin each plate accordingly. The only difference is now I'm like, all right, this plate right here, my relationship is a priority. So I'm going to focus on my goal and reorganize which plates I uh, try to spin. And you go like accordingly. Because life is this ultimate balancing act. It really is. Because every person in this world wears a different hat. Like, I'm a son. I'm a brother. I'm a boyfriend. I'm a nurse. Like, I wear so many different hats. And I have to be able to contribute that energy for whatever, whatever task that, I, that is standing in front of me. I need to be able to get it done. So whichever hat that I'm wearing, I need to stay focused. And... I think that when you fall out of, or when you're like getting kicked out of the honeymoon stage, like, and I'm talking about like, you don't want to move forward. You want to stay in the honeymoon stage and you're, you're grasping on everything. And you're like, no, don't, I don't want to get out of the stage. When you're forced to get out of it, then you end up losing ultimately what you're trying to focus and protect. It's kind of like that Chinese finger trap. The more that you try to like pull, 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 the more stuck you get, but the moment that you find a way to just kind of get yourself together, stay calm, then you can come together and then you can detach yourself. And mm. I think that that's like the, the, the main issue. Like I, I, I've had friends in the past say like they would have issues with their girlfriends, but it's not because there's an issue with the girlfriend. It's just now the girlfriend now has prioritized. This is the most important thing in my life. Um, and sometimes people like, especially men, men usually have commitment issues by nature. And so when you have commitment issues by nature and you have somebody t saying, hey, my sole and only focus in life is now you. It's like, whoa, 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 that's overwhelming. I need, we need to just figure some things out first. And that's like, it, again, it, it, it also depends on like your stage in life, your growth and where you're at. Like I know for me, um, just being a little bit older, uh, it allows me to understand that my first initial reaction isn't always the correct response. So if I'm upset and I feel like screaming and that's my first response, I'll just kind of catch myself and say, you know what, I just need a minute, gather my emotions and then say, you know what, I was struggling on how to explain this or say this, but you said this and it made me feel this. I'm not trying to get into like the prioritization of whose emotions mean more or anything like that. It's this was said, this was said, it made me feel this way. Moving forward, how can we 
prevent this from happening again. It's very simple. You just have to just come in like super humble with it and understand that this person is a whole person with a different set of emotions and values and things that um, they might think. And you just have to come from a humble, respectful spot and you can, you know, navigate conflict uh, accordingly. Mic drop. Got nothing else to say, man. I, I feel like I feel like that was that was awesome. I mean, you you uh, you nailed it, right? Like as far as like just talking about how people, I mean, it just kind of like ties into even just a general aspect of growth in a relationship. And I'm hoping that as we continue to you know go get closer and closer to the end of the year, um, everything that we've been doing so far, hopefully, we'll take some time to you know maybe collaborate and sit down before we record episodes and just kind of bounce off ideas as far as what we want to talk about going into 2024. Um, which is kind of something I want to add into as well, as well for all the people who listen to us on Spotify, something that we will be doing next year um, is making something. I think that it's already available now, but it's going to be more of something that we would like for you guys to do. We're going to include polls, like questions like, Hey, what you guys think about this episode? Um, we want to ask questions like, you know, you know, for next week, is there something specific that you guys want to talk about and making it anonymous or you can tell us who, who, who's saying it. The the goal Uh, is to basically, uh, reach out here, get the feedback that you guys give and try to give you the best content that we can possibly or potentially muster up. Exactly. Um, so, I mean, a lot of all, all all the things that we've been doing so far, I mean, I feel like, you know, we're waiting for the wrap up. Spotify does a wrap up every year. So I'm super excited about what, where we land globally, uh, where we land here in our country and just kind of what our top picks were and our top episodes, our best streaming platform, things of that nature. But for right now, I think uh, we can close out today with just, I feel like people who are listening to this, no matter where you are in life, no matter what stage of a relationship you are in, I'm, I'm sure everyone can revert back to the wonderful times you had in the honeymoon stage and understanding that growth happens when you do transition out of it and you start to really focus on the foundation and, and, and the the overall experience of what a relationship really entails. And like you said earlier, you know uh, there are going to be challenges and you just have to find a way to muster up their growth and understanding between two people. Um, so for more content like this though, and for more podcast episodes uh, that, you know, are focused on bettering ourselves as a whole, as an individual and as a family, we just encourage you to follow us along here on the Apple podcasts, platform, Spotify, Amazon music, anywhere pretty much, including YouTube. You can find us We're there. Um, a little bit of a bigger push for 2024 as far as YouTube. Um, that's it's been a challenge just because it takes forever to upload anything. So we're going to make sure we uh, hop on the early, early bird train um, for 2024. Uh, But you can follow us on Instagram at the best you nation. You can also check out our website at the best you nation.com. And a lot of big things happening in 2024. Um, And then Adler, of course you have your handles. Yeah. uh, 24 hours in a day on Instagram. And then also on TikTok, um, team 24 hours. And, um, you know, just you know, check me out, send me some love. Uh, there's always a video, um, and like, uh, in terms of content, I'm going to be trying to, trying to revamp it up, uh, for 
2024. Uh, I've got a couple of things that I'm individually going to try to challenge myself to do. So um, we'll kind of go from there and then, uh, you know, I'll keep you guys updated if it works or not. So, yeah. Well, until next time. Yep. Take care. Be the positive change that you want to be in life. Thank you guys for tuning in. Have a good, wonderful, blessed week. Peace.